We're like, look, if we're gonna do this, we're we're doing it because of you and with you, right? Like we wouldn't be able to build out a new facility and add an event center and all of these things if if it wasn't for our incredible team, right? Like they're the fuel that allows us to be able to do this. It's not it is not just me. It's not just my husband. It's it's not just our 40 years in business and our reputation. It's like the team that is in it day to day, making it happen, creating those experiences mm. that allows us to continue to grow. The thing is, is I teamed up with a co-founder who has very similar goals. Mm. So we're aligned in what we're doing, mm -hmm. um, but we mm -hmm. each bring sort of distinct skills to the table. Um, so this allows me to focus on things that I'm good at and parts of the business that I enjoy while he deals with the stuff that, you know, he enjoys and he's good at. Um, and, you know, that's, it, it makes it easy for me to sort of bring enthusiasm and passion to the table every day because I'm doing what I like. So. And then find a mentor, find a good mentoring program. Because many times a mentor can help you do I need some training? Who do I need to connect to? What do I need to learn to come into the industry? And then I think once you once you start making it into the industry, you're going to be great. But you got to remember, you're changing careers or starting a career, depending where you are. You know, if you're coming out of college, it's just going to take time to build that network and find those mentors. I call it mentors, champions and uh, coaches. And and you're going to have to just keep at it. So every day, you know, as long as you're moving slowly towards your goal, you're going to do good. So don't think of things in, what can I do by tomorrow? Think about where am I going to be in a year? And then mm. how am I going to get there? I do feel that um, back in the days, I told you, you know, I was very, very excited about politics. And that was my way to, to, to improve the world. Mm -hmm. I basically got a bit disappointed in politics and then I had the idea like, okay, corp corporations, they can fix the world problems. Then you see the large companies, you think like, no, that's not going to happen. All these different stakeholders involved. And I do think that startups have the best chance uh, to make like an impact on the world. And in a way, as a venture capitalist, I enable that. <laughs> right. The better question is why, why, why can you make so much in plastics and different grades of plastic, right? Mm. So we're only recycling ones through sevens. There's other grades. There's grades that aren't being recycled, like all the film, you know, that go like the special, like if you buy a toothbrush and mm -hmm. that toothbrush is stuck in that film, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. not typically, it's not a bottle tub, jug or jar. The facility can't recognize that. So that's not trash. Like why can they pack it? I really wish that Americans could come together on make when the, the producer responsibility of like packaging responsibility, the sustainability of packaging. Like, let's just all agree that like, hey, if we're gonna make a product and the product's awesome, let's put it in a package that's recyclable, 100%. And if it's not, right, in an area, is it compostable? So if they're gonna throw it away, it's at least not gonna hurt the environment a million years from now. I, I wanna key on the, the advice specifically, and, and that is to be wary of advice. <laughs> uh, Good one. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's it's easy. I mean, you, you were saying that you suspected that over the years, um, I may have received advice that I should grow the company larger, but I feel like advice comes from people who, who definitely don't know you as well as you do or your business. And so you gotta be careful about what people say that you should do. What I find has been really helpful for me and what I would 
share for, for your viewers is to seek out experiences from other people, have them share what their experience has been about a particular topic. I think it's uh, really having those meaningful relationships. And I don't just say network, uh, because to me a network can be a faceless just number, you know. Um, it's having those people that you can really rely on, that can give you that advice, that can be honest and tell you, hey, you know, it's you're going in the wrong direction, or maybe you need to reevaluate. And, and you have enough credibility with them, and they have enough credibility with you that you'll actually listen. I was not a cannabis guy growing up as a pro athlete and, and destined for the Marine Corps and, and rural East Texas. You know, no, man, uh, no drinking, no smoking, no nothing. Very focused. Okay. Even if I wanted to, the, the money wasn't there for it, and, and I didn't have the connections. Okay. But after the Marine Corps, uh, when I was hanging around some some pro BMX racers, uh, there were some different events that happened in the Marines, you know, and, and you keep them to yourself, but you're struggling with some some mental challenges. And it translated to me to uh, insomnia. Okay. And it was a fellow professional BMX racer uh, that turned me on to cannabis. Um, at a national of all places and um, I'm out in the parking lot just riding a bike around at 11 o'clock because I can't sleep and he's over there with this big cloud around him <laughs> and I just shake my head and I'm like what are you doing with your life and well you know I went down my <laughs> and he was a very intelligent person and he was very uh, he was able to articulate very well why he was doing what he was doing and it wasn't recreational it was medicinal he had some mm -hmm. challenges as well and subsequently i i gave it a, a try and oh my gosh i can sleep mm. yep then now, you're hooked now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hooked i'm a weed guy and if you're passionate if you have that sparkle in your eye if you're smiling and you can feel the energy bouncing off the other person, they're soaking up your energy and they're getting excited, you know you have a good idea, go for it. The difference between an idea and a business is the sweat that you put in it. Um, and to just know that's a hard road, you're gonna do great if, if you're passionate about it. Number one, preparation. Right. Preparation. So for HubSpot, I built a blog for the first three months before I applied, writing three times a week on that blog to show them how much I cared about inbound marketing and, and the content process behind it. I researched everyone who I was interviewing with for, for minimum an hour. I had a plethora of notes, researched the company. Um, it was, it was amazing. And, and number one, and number one, not number one, but like a, a fun fact about that is when I went for my final interview, uh, the CEO, Brian Halligan was still doing interviews. He was the final interview at that time. Cause the company was still small. Right. He came in and said, all right, what questions do you have for me? He did not ask me one question. He literally said, what questions do you have for me? And it went on for half an hour. Luckily I had 30 questions, you know, already written down. And, and that's how that interview went. It's a great question. And if I told myself, or we'll just use me seven years ago, um, we've already talked about this. Be humble. Always yeah. be a learner. Yep. Be a learner. Don't, don't, it's different. Be humble. Go in there and learn. You're, you're first and foremost a student. And I would recommend anyone get out into the grow operation or the retail operation mm -hmm. or the extraction operation. Go work there for a week. Go work there for a week. It'll do wonders. Um, mm -hmm. we, have a, we had a grower at, 
mindful, he still tells everyone that starts coming. He goes, you wouldn't believe it. Tom was out here for like two weeks, like getting wet and they, they wanted me to get the hell off the floor. But, but I'll tell you what, I walk a mile in their shoe, be humble. So number one, and a learner. Um, number two, don't just because it's cannabis, I call it business physics. The physics Gravity on this planet we live on is the same for you and me, Steve. I can't. <laughs> and the same thing with the certain things in business that count. Cash flow is important. Cash flow is king. It's, it's oxygen, right? Without cash flow, it's oxygen, right? That's right. Those physics still apply. Just because it's cannabis doesn't mean the laws of business or the rules of business, and there's no laws, but you know what I mean? The laws yep. of physics still apply to you. Gravity's gravity is gravity. It's still the same gravity you know, for Tom as it is for somebody that's been in cannabis for 10 years. So don't that basis you learn that that business experience you have with dealing with people and balance sheets and financial statements, those rules still apply. Those rules still apply.